Alright y'all, welcome, welcome, welcome. Look, season two, we up, we in here. I already told y'all I was coming through with some heat this go around. Muscle Hustle Podcast. Make sure to subscribe on the Muscle Hustle Podcast on all social media platforms, including YouTube. Subscribe, subscribe, click, click, click. I need some clicks, y'all. Alright, also all audio platforms for podcasts. We talk of Spotify, iHeart, Apple, the whole nine yards. The Muscle Hustle Podcast. We streaming on all them platforms. I'm your girl, Cokes, and look who I got in his building. Uh, all right? It's the king himself, all right? They say the OG. I say governor. I say lieutenant. I say, uh, listen, I'm saluting to this dude, right? Like, hey, Slim, what's good, man? Oh, man, I can't get no better. You know, just stand, stand at it, trying to stay young. Big Slim, Sugar Daddy Slim. Yep. What other aliases you got, man? <laughs> Big Slim, Sugar Daddy Slim, Slim Thug, Thugger. Uh, what else? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Big Slim, not the little one. We changed the Slim Thug to Big Slim. Big though. Slim, right. yeah. That's and every time he says Big Slim, not the little one, he always got to show that pink ring, too. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate so, you, man. Look, you're the first episode for season two. I'm excited about it. It's been it. a journey for me, man. But I'm like, yes, yes. I appreciate you, for real, for real. But, like, we're going to tap in a little bit. Basically, we're covering everything, all right? Um, if you don't really... If you're a new subscriber, uh, the Muscle Hustle Podcast pretty much is just a platform to be able to inspire all entrepreneurs, all new coming athletes, all artists, um, basically just to kind of get that grind in. You know what I'm saying? If you're already on that grind to kind of inspire you to just keep going, you're going to hear gems drop from people who are already in the industry. Um, it ain't going to be something that you're going to be reading in the book. It's going to come from the truth himself. You know what I mean? So I got Big Slim in the building. Right. And... Really want to know, first off, happy birthday. Thank it's you. your month, Thank so I'm, I'm Virgo just season is still in effect. Gemini is better, but you, you know, <laughs> I'm going to let that slide. Yeah, just right. you, let you me make it. It's my time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all right, so Big Slim, you know, you got a lot of projects coming in in rotation, right. right? The main one that just dropped right. is Midlife Crisis. Now, let's, let's, let's cover that real quick. <laughs> Are you going through a midlife crisis right now? No, not at all. Actually, it just it just was fitting with me, with it being my age and you know me having a uh, a lot of cars and jewelry and stuff like that. So you know, I just felt like it was fitting. You know, you get forty. I'm forty three. I just turned forty three. You get forty, you go get you a Corvette. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah. But it's like I overheard there was a statement made. I forgot what platform, but you had made a statement where you just like you know what? Um, basically, I'm celebrating what I've accomplished thus far. You know what right. I'm saying? Almost like, uh, like you be what you sow and so right now I've right. sold all the time and the effort that I put into my, my craft and now uh, I'm reaping it and I'm going to enjoy it. And that's right. what the life crisis is to you. Am I right? I'm the youngest I'm ever going to be right now. So I'm just living like that. You know what I'm saying? And, and definitely uh, enjoying the fruits of my labor of all the years. How long it took you for this particular project? Ah, music is, 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 is like breezing to me. Like I do music, I do something what I call a song a day. You know what I'm saying? Okay. During the week, I try to like do a song a day when trying to work on a project or whatever. So the music comes fast. Like I can put a project together pretty fast. So it doesn't take me long. But I, I, I might not just say, um, 
okay, I'm gonna do this project out the gate. That might not be the idea out the gate. It might be, it might be like I say, I do a song a day, then I start seeing, hearing a vibe of songs coming together that sound good together, and then I put them together. They might sound like a midlife crisis. So I say, okay, let me name a midlife crisis and put these songs and build on that yeah. from that point. And on, at that point, I might be eight songs in before I even know what I'm a title of the project or whatever. Or sometimes I might do know it from the beginning. And then it depends if I'm directly working on something or I'm just hopping around doing just different projects. Okay. All right. So is this more so of a trait that pretty much by experience yeah. been able to perfect or is it more so Facts. like okay I've been I've been doing it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. what it's consistency. Gotcha. It's staying consistent and it's staying working hard. And like I say, I do a song a day. So it's like after you do a song a day that you got 30, 40 songs in no time, you know, it take a month to get 30 songs. And then a lot of times I say I'm gonna do a song a day and turn into more. So it's just I stay consistent in my craft and make sure I do what got me here. You know what I'm saying? Like exercise, like going to the gym every day. You know? Every day I want to do what I do that pays the bills and I want to go to the gym and make sure I'm healthy. You've been in the game for quite some time. Since 98. Man, that's like, yeah, 25 years. Yeah, I was about to say, because I remember yeah. first hearing you, like I wasn't hit until probably like what? First deployment? <laughs> Right. <laughs> my first deployment back in like early 2000. I ain't about to tell y'all my age. Get out here. Um, but yeah, early 2000, most of my um, mates, my yeah. battle buddies and stuff like that, they were all from the South. I think yeah. I was probably the only, out of two girls, I was the only girl that was actually on the road with them and right. stuff like that. And so like, there was ones who kind of put me on. And at first I was just like, I don't know him. I don't. I don't know who he's about. I've never heard of this guy. I was like, he tall though, but that's cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was just like, you know, I think it was more like on that chopping screw type right. vibe. See, and that's what it is. See, it's like if you was wasn't from Texas or wasn't into that certain style of yeah. music. Then you didn't hear a lot of, you know, but it catches on days. though, right? Like, especially the Some, fact that y'all was remixing songs and stuff like that that were facts, also familiar. That already, so it was just you like, heard oh, exactly. You hear from a different way. Exactly. You're like, you hear, especially, like, you know how you usually catch people through slow songs, like you know when you playing a slow song and they just slow it down and chop it up. That's how I usually initially catch people, but also that is how a lot of our music spread through y'all like through all the people who was going into you know services yeah. then spreading it to different people because y'all was all coming together, coming together. No, that is true and then bringing it home that was and, true because you know, even at that yeah. time it was a lot of um, was our operation director freedom at that time and it was a lot of involuntary transfers so we talking reservists who had no bit you know they they right. thought they were stuck where they was and it's just like nah sir you about to get you went in new york and you about to get attached to a unit in colorado or something like that right, you know what i mean right. so it's just like everybody was moving around and all getting set at the Colleen same time is a, was a big yeah, working out early yeah day, yeah so, you know, they had a base out there and that was that spread a lot of music you know, through that way, and then college students, of course. So, it like I say, it was something that you had to be into in the early, um, well, nineties is when Screw started it. But like in you know two thousand, like early two thousands, it, it it really uh it really took out, man. It went further than we ever thought it would be on the cool. And like I say, it was through 
different people like yeah I'll spread it. yeah and initially you was with um swisher house, house right okay right. and who was all part of swisher house oh, or like uh, the immediates it's like 30 of them like Damn. swisher house had so many people in it yeah. but it was like me little mario j dog uh big pig 80 um who am i j dog did i say that yeah okay so um Big Tiger, Lesteroy, AD, Archie Lee, um, I said Big Pig. Yeah, it's a lot of them. See, that's what happened. You know what I'm saying? And, and Chameleon Air Powwow, okay, Mike they Jones. Were all they came later, though. You okay. Know, they came later. That was the originals, and then later they came, you know, after I left pretty much. Okay, so before you left, let me ask you this, because since I moved here to Texas, right, I've been here this whole north side south side stuff or whatever right yeah. and so when swisher house came about you got signed to swisher house were y'all a collab of both north side and south side nah, artists actually swisher house was kind of like the opposite of dj screw like dj okay. screw is south side okay so swisher house was north side they gotcha. did what dj screw did on the north side north and that's side. what it was yeah so all of us was from the north side gotcha gotcha y'all still kind of like it wasn't no hate never. <laughs> really, it was the exact opposite. <laughs> they was the first ones who was, um, you know, putting out the Chop the Screw mixtape. So they the ones who um, threw the mixtapes was like saying, we don't mess them dudes on the now if it wasn't us, you know. A lot of the dudes on the north side was still, even though they would say stuff like that, still huge fans yeah. of uh, screwed up clicking everybody in it. It wasn't like everybody stood on. Man, you ain't finna talk about my side. You know what I'm saying? But, okay. So then, what, how many years were you with that label? Uh, I never was signed to them. Okay, actually. okay. See, it was like a mixtape thing. Like, he a DJ, DJ Michael Watts, and then I would uh just kind do freestyles on, okay. on his mixtapes. And then, um, eventually, I grew it to doing my own mixtapes. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And that's it was, it was how it got loud. And that's when. That's where. Okay, yeah. that's you. That's all. I mean. That's all yeah. you. Right, and that was like, uh, I would say around two thousand. Okay. Say. But at the same time, me and I still would do records with Swisher House, like mixtapes and stuff like that. So it wasn't like it was a beef thing. Gotcha. It was just like it was amicable, but it was just like you just yeah. kind of started your own thing or whatever, right? Right. right. Just more so the fact that you just kind of wanted to be. I just man. ran through ten people in Swisher House, right? So we had to do a project. We got to bust that down 10 ways. I'd still be broke. That's what my math told me. He was mathing. <laughs> That's what my he math told mathing. me. <laughs> okay. A million broke down times 10 is $100,000. <laughs> so it's like, even we did a million, I'd still be in the hood. You know, it's what my math told me. So how hard was it to actually start up your own label? It was very hard. It, yeah. was, it was extremely hard, and uh, but the thing is, it was uh, in the long run, it was beneficial. You know, like it gave me a. While a lot of people thought they had the uh, head start on me, I had the head start on them. You know what I'm saying? Elaborate on that. Because, okay, at that time, uh, let's say a lot of people was getting record deals, and you know, and you know, a lot of people had labels instead of trying to do everything themselves. Like I had to figure this out, touch the fire every time I wanted every to do time. something, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And a lot of the times I jumped out there first with a lot of the stuff I was doing. You I know, was gonna say, did you even ask for help or you know, I didn't, I, I'm, sure, I'm sure I could have got help if I asked, 
But I never asked for help, you know what I'm saying? And I ain't never really had no mentors in this world of what I was doing. But it taught me how to be a boss and taught me how to be a leader. And, you know, it gave me the uh, the will, the, the confidence over doing it and it working so many times and me doing it so early and getting and seeing the uh my ideas turn into money uh it gave me a lot of confidence that a lot of people didn't have that i had you know what i'm saying and then great like they have the idea of starting a label but right and then they they rather sell it to somebody else and let them make the most off of uh you know their idea but i learned earlier i just do the work and you'll get the most off your idea and that's really how life's supposed to be you're supposed to always get the most off your ideas but a lot of people are trying to or don't believe in their idea to the fact where they'll wait for it to grow yeah. turn it to a seed yeah. from a seed to a tree or they don't but they just want to hit a lick they, it ain't necessarily that they really believe that they can build something, something from they it. just feel like, like man i just want to get some money if i can get some money for this i never got money for this in my life for doing this so i'm gonna just sell it you know? what do you say to those type of people though like seriously just like i mean i can't hate on nobody man like you never know what people's situation is like why they had to sell it uh what was they thinking when they did it so i don't hate on nobody but i just wish people would have the self-confidence to be more patient and work hard and see this side of the the chicks, you know what I'm saying? Because it ain't it ain't so much far fetched like everybody makes it out to be. It's, it's not, hard work. It's though. hard work. Yeah. It's like it's like this. If you can keep your stuff clean and you can you can go to the gym and be disciplined enough to take care of your health, you can be disciplined enough to do what I do. It's not a, a nothing is um uh rocket science. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one everything is one, two, three, four rules. Like in, in this whole world, whatever it is, nothing is that difficult. You know, like you we go to mechanics, but really we can do this shit and we just sit there and try it. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the times the shit we pay for is the shit we didn't won't try to do and we never tried to learn how to do it. But really we can look at a five minute YouTube video and do it. You know what I'm saying? Especially nowadays for sure. But people I've learned or I've did my research to kind of think that a lot of people don't have the confidence. They rather have the money and sell something and not and, and see what happened after, you know, than actually try it themselves and see if it, you know, and put in the work to make stuff work. Like they rather sell it off. But ain't nothing wrong with it, you know, everybody ain't organized. Some people can't even, you know, like, like some people can't go to the gym every day. They ain't organized or disciplined enough to go to the gym. They might need help. Yeah, you know, and then whatever you need to be successful is what you need to do. But, you know, as an individual, I picked that route because doing mixtapes, you know, the screw and chop stuff, every month, dropping those every month, it gave me self-value, early age. Okay. Instead of, so at an early age, I knew, hey man, when I drop a mixtape, I'm gonna drop it off in Killeen, I'm gonna take it to Austin, I'm gonna take it to Dallas, I'm gonna take it in Houston, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do all these, and I'm gonna probably make about this much. And if it's really hot, I'm gonna probably make this much. So then I seen that, what that was. So when I go to New York and they tell me they gonna offer me $200,050 or something for an album or four, I'm not, in, I'm not down with that, that don't add up math wise to me you know what i'm saying because i've actually seen what my value is a lot of people mind frame is let me make a demo take it to a record label and get signed right you know what I'm but saying? that that honestly is what's already been portrayed from jump street you know what since, I'm saying? Like, since that's the, the motown days yeah. right since five heartbeat 
But how many times have we seen them go broke? And how many times? What was the rest of the story? Every story we talk about since back then, they've been getting man. I mean, regular old mess up me. They can just funk, song dropping, and they in the Corvette or whatever pushing. They doing the whole tour. They doing they on the bus. It's good when it's good, and it's bad when it's bad. Right. But you have no ownership of your music. So, in the long run, you're going to suffer. In the long run, when it ain't hot, and you ain't doing them shows every weekend and all day and on tour, and that money ain't coming in, what you going to do? You can sell right? your, your, uh, your, what I'm living out for right now, you know? You just saw what I'm living off right now. I'm living off of my hard work that how it's supposed to be. I'm yeah. I'm living off of my art that I've made that nobody should own but me because it's my art. Like it's so crazy to even do that to sell yourself. That's you pretty know. much what it, it sounds like. Honestly. You're selling yourself. It's like you're a new slave in the music business when you can be a, your own boss. You know, and be your, and own your own music. Is that why most of the artists now are like really, really fighting for publishing and. And you and gotta cry to them and beg to them for man, give me this. You took this when you realize that's what's happening is artists in that heat of the moment and they throwing these numbers. You selling out something. You're not just making no money. They're not just giving you nothing. You selling yourself. The more stuff they tell you, the more money they offer you. Oh, you selling them masters. You selling them uh, rights, them publishings. And then you want to five years later when you learn how to read. Some shit you want to look like they messed over you when really you ain't do good business. Yeah. You did that. You sold yourself for that. But here's the thing. So, like, for the new artists now, right, that are on the come up, you know what I mean? They're looking at folks like you, you know what I'm saying, that's been in the game for a minute. You know what I mean? And it's just like, they see what they see. They're just like, okay, yeah. Not so much. Well, yeah, they idolize in a sense, you know what I'm saying? But they also are like, okay, in comparison, I have a craft. I, I, I'm in this craft as well, too, and I want to perfect it as well. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to take this route because at this point, it's the only thing that's offered to me. Right. I, I don't have a safety net, you know what I'm saying, where it's just like I could be able to start my own label or right. start it with my friends. So this is the route I'm going to take. But then I look at it where I'm just like, all right, them same people who you idolize and stuff like that, right? Why aren't they putting out this info? Like that, you know what I mean? Like stuff that you're saying right now is straight gems that can help another artist. And the thing is, a lot of people live in fake lives, like you know. Mm -hmm. And what makes me mad as a grown black man at 40 years old is like how strategic it is of the labels of how they do it, like how they put it. Like you taking somebody from the hood who ain't never seen a hundred thousand dollars in their life. And you offering them a hundred thousand dollars for some raps they wrote on a piece of paper. Of course, most of them gonna have to take that. They never seen that type of money in their life. For one, they never seen uh, money from what they doing. Uh, just writing a rap, you know. And they never been paid and, and seen that. So you taking advantage of that. You not you not offer. You not doing good business with them. You are not saying okay with them. Let's do fifty fifty. And you all have your masters, and I don't have of it. And you know, they don't even um, break that down. Yeah. Unless you are very, they, very they give you some. They shit. give you a contract that they know you can't read. There you go. Yeah. And then they send you one of their lawyers down there, or you can't trust your lawyer though. You the, the the thing is, you can't even trust your lawyer when you go and get a record deal because a lawyer get paid out how much you get paid. So if you want to do, go do a record deal and you from the hood. And they say, well, we'll give you two hundred thousand, and you can still own your masters. The law, but we'll give you a million dollars if you sell us your masters. 
the lawyer gonna tell you to take the million. It's you don't like know. The point of lawyer, though, right? At you, that point, right? Because yeah. at the end of the day, what's gonna be best for the lawyer? The million dollars, and he get the percentage off of the right. million. So you can't really trust his information to tell you what the. So it's really a trap in, in this world too. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? And then you got the rapper. Okay, you got the, all these different people right now. You got the rapper who signed the record deal, even though he realized he's getting messed over. He's already signed. You got to be the puppet. You got to dance for these people. You got to act like this is the way to go. You got to be that person they put out there. You got to be that poster for being on a record label. But at the same time, like, I hate to be so, like, talking down on record labels because some it's of them not, work. It, it, I mean, it's some of them work. Some yeah, of them work. It time, works. It's still truth. People. Truth is truth. Yeah. Regardless. I'm just saying how I look at it. Right. You know, because, and why I look at it like that is because I was taught my self-value from doing a mixtape from out the gate, you know, and that's the only reason why I've learned this and know how to move like this. Right. And and then after seeing that as a youngster, it made me not want to sell myself and it made me keep piling on my ownerships. You know what I'm saying? Keep putting out more projects that I've owned and still get paid and add to my catalog and my portfolio. So now I'm getting paid out for no telling how many albums right now every month. You know what I'm saying? And that's how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be like that. That's how every artist, not just black artists, all artists should own their music. All artists should at least own. Like, I'm not saying, like, I know we, we people coming from the hood and people need help and people need investors and stuff like that. Okay? At least 50%, you know, you should own. You bringing the whole talent to the whole thing. You bringing the whole... If you don't pop, they not going to sell it. If you don't pop, see, and that's what they tell you, well, I'm putting the money up and if this don't work, I take the loss. Well, I'm putting the art up and taking a chance on it, but if it do work. You know, it's a chance for both of y'all, you know? But labels and contracts is not set up like that. You have to... And what's so crazy is they got us so, like, you know, finessed that even with the money they give you is not a, 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 a money they give you. It's, it's if the money that they give you in a record deal is not money. It's like an advance, right? It's an advance. It's an advance. The money, the whole thing is a loan. It's not, hey, man, take this. No, they gonna, this is how they're going to do it, though. And this is why rappers... Uh, don't say nothing about being messed up because they lie. Like, you got to use the finesse. They want to make it look good. Okay, I just signed a 20 mil uh, record deal. That is signed their whole life away that this is the most money they can possibly make, you know, in the projected long scene. They didn't get $20 million and they're going to cut the check and give it to them. No, they're going to give them 100000 or 200000 up front, and then that's just to get this album started. Even that money, you have to... Work on the album, so then they give you and, and what that and that money broke down is, oh the rest, you got a million dollars to make an album. That's your budget. That's part of the money that they send. You know whatever is initially given to you. Nobody ain't getting no million dollars out the gate gotcha. anyway to, as a budget to make an album anyway. Let's keep it real. We are talking about studio time and what. Nobody ain't getting no twenty million out the gate anyway. Real life ain't nobody getting no twenty million. Period. These dudes be lying. These dudes is is, is they they'll sell a finesse story of man and that's really they budget added up to make an album. That's an advance that they have to pay back. And if you don't recoup all this money, you just steady digging yourself in the hole. Well, you know what I'm saying? So you gotta know who you are. Are you gonna be Drake and be able to keep delivering these top hits and be able to give these people their money back that they're giving you? 
Or are you digging yourself in a hole to where they really finna own you for the rest of your life? And you know what I'm saying? That's crazy. That's the that's what people that's don't true. really understand or get. You know, but like I say, sometimes it works for people. Or if it don't work, and a lot of times, because you want to see what we say, TLC. Ah, oh, we went diamond, but we broke. You know, like remember they had that story about yeah, how they yeah. sold. It's like that, man. People ain't a lot of these artists ain't even getting money out for their music. When they do their little showing their money on the Instagram, that's tour money. They didn't got their tour money up front, and now they finna flex flex with that, and that's what that money is. It's not oh we getting paid off our album sales. Or, no, it's a I got my tour money, <laughs> and this is what I'm taking a picture with right now. And that's cool. Why you hot? You know what I'm saying? That's cool. Why you hot? But, but let you that stay shit, hot. Let you better stay you better hot. Stay hot. You better stay hot, or you gonna be like on the rest of the movies. Turning that shit in. You know That's crazy, though. And then, uh, you know what's going to happen? You're going to stay hot, and you're going to accumulate records and stuff, and then what you going to do? You want you got to keep up with the hot lifestyle. By the time your career is going down, and you ain't staying hot, what you got to do? You got to sell your catalog to these people. To maintain this hot lifestyle that you've been putting on for so long. But that's you know pretty much showing what type of person you are if you're trying to stay. Man, hey, on the cool, it looked good, man. It looked good. So, like I say, I can't be mad at nobody who do this. I can't be mad, you know, whatever. It's it's an individual life, you know, and everybody should do what's best for them. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of people live in life, it look like they're having a good time, man. You know what I'm saying? And it's working out for them. So I'm not mad at nobody. I just I'm just giving you my point of view, you know, versus whatever it is. You um have artists signing you? You don't. I had artists before, but no, nah, I don't got no artists. It's like I don't really want no artists on the cool. Like I deal with I got people I had like artists that were signed to me before. We okay. not signed together, not no more, but we still do music. And I don't I don't even look to sign artists. Like that's not what I want to do. Okay. Why? Yeah. It's a lot of work, man. Is it? It's a lot of work, man. It's for one thing. You're pretty hands on. I'm very hands on with everything, but but for one thing, it's uh, I have a immaculate uh hustle rep reputation. Maybe like the women, I'm bad or something. Like you know, like maybe they say I'm a, a in the streets or something. But as far as like. I don't have no flaws when it comes to who I am as a as a as a man with you know being a hustler and coming from. I like that when you add people around you, you gotta be responsible for the ones you bring around you. You know what I'm saying? Plus, you already have this this image to uphold. It's it's not a facade image. This is who you are. So it's like if those around right. you gotta actually be. Somewhat of the it same. It ain't even about that. No. I don't want to get caught up in no like say I, I like rappers, mate. I might like a street rapper. But what if he gets to some street stuff with somebody else? That puts uh, me directly in there. Yeah. I'm already paid how I live my life. My shit is so a direct deposit, I don't even gotta do nothing but go to the gym with y'all. Like so it's like <laughs> it's so peaceful, yeah. you know. I know and the, and I ain't never made money off of artists that make me wanna have to go through that. For that small amount of money, you okay. know what I'm saying? That I ever, ma I ain't never make no money off no artists that make me want to have to get put in beefs and, you know, go do all this shit. Like, put in all that work, you know? I'd rather them do it for themselves. I will, you know, collab with them, help them however I want, however they need. If they did need some money for me, will I invest in the artists I believe in? I would. Okay. okay. It wouldn't even be on no, oh, we got a contract where you got to do five albums with me. 
it will be on a handshake. It will be, okay, we got this project together, and I want this, you get this, and your checks go straight to you, mine go to me, and that's it. We ain't got nothing else to talk gotcha, about. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like That's you believing in the project itself and believing in the That's job. how everything should be. That's yeah. how most business is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Only in the record label business it get tricky where they want to put all this paperwork in it and all these different confusing numbers. It has a numbers. way to kind of hide certain you, things. It's a lot. Of, they trying to hide the finesse. Man. Yeah. It's a lot of hiding the finesse going on. Yeah, so that's how a label should work. And, yeah, so if we do agree, we do this project together, I want 50% of your masters, you get 50% of your masters forever. I won't never take what we, uh, it, it never changes. We keep it like this. Keep it like this. You know what I'm saying? And then you want to do something else. You, uh, you Let's say out the gate, hey, man, if you want to ever get your shit back, we come up with that number and then just had it understood. You know, that'd be the only way I would do some shit. But like a lot of times I just want peace. So yeah. I don't really want to deal with, you know, I help whatever artists, especially the dudes I deal with in the past, like my old artists, I, whatever, I work with them and we look like a movement without me doing nothing. Like, you, look like my, you know what I'm saying? So Killing, it's good. You look like movement. Pro. Right, Killer. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I work with Killer all the time. Huh? Pro was never signing you, right? Now nah, Pro was okay. never signed. But, but when right, okay. me and, when me and Killer do a deal, I mean to do a project, bam, his checks go to him, my checks go to me. It ain't nothing else, man. And that's how it is. You know, we just keep adding to it when we do a new one, you know. Gotcha. So it ain't no like I'm he wait I'm waiting on him to pay me, I'm waiting now. Nah, everybody get their shit from the distrib distribution company. Gotcha. You know, it's, it's it's real. That's how shit's supposed to be, like just you know, hands on like that, just live. It's 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 definitely it definitely seems like it, it'd be more at ease for it to flow like that, especially like mentally. It's just like okay, we just keep it on the up and up and keep it as simple as possible. Like everything should just flow. We should have no arguments because I ain't touching your chicks and you ain't touching mine, so everything should be good. That's how it should be all around the board. Now with record labels, it do get more tricky because. They spend a lot, spend a lot of money on different things. Like they buy, they pay for radio, they pay for a lot of shit outside of that. Even on that though, world, on that standpoint of it, the path I chose, I want, I know exactly who I am because I don't never pay for nothing. I don't pay for no for no views, none of that. You know, so with with that, it gives me a self confidence of of. Way higher than a lot of they people like because people having to do even more. I'm really, work. I'm really. This is really me, like you know, and and it's good to know who you really are, so you can know what you need to get better at, what you need to work on, what you doing wrong. When you just finessing and living in finesse, yeah. you just confusing that, yourself. That took time, right? It's. I mean, really, it didn't take time because, like I told you, I learned this. Jump. I learned this from jump by doing mixtapes. Gotcha. That's what gave me the. Uh, understanding of my self value, how much I was actually worth, and then my idea so early, uh, man, I kind of want to do this mixtape like this, and I do it, and I get rich out of the shit, and I buy cars. Like you can't tell me nothing no more. I don't, I don't have to go through no channels of just advice. Just get a car. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just saying, like I ain't gotta go through. And the more you do shit, the more you use your ideas, and they work the less you care about other people's opinions, opinions. Yes. or advice. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And I've been doing it since I was a teenager. So that's why I think I'm uh, a fucking alien and can do whatever I want to do. You know what I'm saying? So it was just me doing different ideas so many times and seeing them work. Yeah. That gives me self-confidence to try another one. Another one, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not follow the rules of everybody else 
Like right now, I'm independent. I'm not going platinum. I'm living like way better than a lot of artists who are selling millions of records. You see what I'm saying? Like I live better than a lot of artists who who uh selling millions of records. So to me, it's like I feel like I picked the smartest way to go with this shit, and I own my art. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. A lot of people got a lot of stuff by selling themselves, selling their art, selling ownership of something and now they got this and they doing this and that but you sold something you yeah. know what i'm saying i got all this out and i still own right. all my art right you see and what you I'm understand this this is one a perspective and this yeah. is also how what works for him for you know me what I'm personally saying? and this is exactly like exactly. again he's one successful rapper you know what i'm saying he's basically been in the game for 20 plus years right. you know what i'm saying and he's telling you where he started from mixtapes and he already saw it like he has self-confidence en enough to know like okay all the work that i've put in this was from jump street i already saw myself value and this is the reason why i'm moving the way that i'm moving you know what i mean right and so it's just like i wish that there was like school like you know what's funny is the fact that like in season one i talked to Emilius pro right right and i was asking he was chopping up on his journey and whatnot and i asked him i said like why isn't there like any type of schooling for this? You know what I mean? Like how right. they got real estate school and like. And I ain't, and I ain't schooling for taxes and stuff. There's a lot of schooling missing in America, and it ain't because, uh, you know, it's just it's it's, it's messed up. It's, they a lot of people don't they hiding this. This is how they live. They don't ever want us to figure this out. The quicker we figure out that this type of stuff here, think about how many people are gonna lose money, man. Think about how much, uh, how many companies are gonna close. Like, we have social media, man. We don't need nobody but that. Like, whoever you are, you can do everything that other people do. Especially nowadays. Nowadays, yeah. man. We had to really go, you know, people had to pull up and purchase our CD. They had to really, like, go wait in lines. And, you know, we had to go shake hands and meet people personally. And that's another reason why it's, it's longevity in the game because we got real relationships. Exactly. We actually yeah. got to shake these people's hands and talk to them and, you know, and be friends with them and stuff like that. So it's like, we got to see all sides of that. So it, 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 play, it played out well for us. And we got a different relationship Should, than a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially nowadays where everything is pretty much just kind of like on an email or right. DM or so. Or even the artists, like you'll blow up off of your songs on, on um, streams. You know what I'm saying? You ain't necessarily go pass that CD out to nobody or right. sign it for them because it ain't even that physical no more. But we actually, you know, took a picture, shook their hand, you know, they saw us. So we got a different type of relationship. It lasts longer. How do you see that 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 change up, that 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 growth and the change up in the way that music is kind of distributed now as far as to the public? You went from CDs, right. you know what I'm saying, to yes, cassettes. Tapes to CDs. I remember to, the recording stuff. Yeah, <laughs> to, to, to iTunes, to like, iTunes. you know, just, just downloading and then now to streaming. Yeah. What was probably like the best era in between those? Man, it's hard to, I don't never have best or favorites because it's always going to be good and bad with everything. And, um, the, the, it, it, to, to, you got, uh, if you sold one tape back in the day, you would probably get as a wholesaler, mm -hmm. as your wholesale price, you would get like $8. Okay. So out each sale, you would get $8 off a tape. No, off a CD, CD, you would get $8. Okay, okay. CD, you would get 8 and off a tape, you would get 5 So, if we got, uh, you know, 
$8 and $5 off every stream when people listen to our album and listen to our, you know, we'll be stupid paid. They just came up with some own, they own kind of rule of, hey man, they, they really are 10 years ahead of us, man. And they smart enough to know that record labels is what's going to go down with social media social and being media. able to control your audience, right, right? right? So how do you do, how do you fix that? You turn them, they, they went to streaming and made, they even hired Jimmy Iovine, I think, at Apple to make, to figure it out. And what it is now, we all on the record label because they just came up with a percentage they gonna pay us off of this. They just came up with whatever they gonna come up with and just say, yeah, this is what it is. And this is your, this is your only distribution because everybody got phones now and this is how we gonna do it. And we gonna control what we wanna pay you and we just gonna come up with a number. So by force. Just think about it. So we all on record yeah, labels yeah, now. Point, yeah. We all on record labels. So it's like, but the good side of that is now you don't have to go pull up to a store and buy a CD. A fan who wasn't a slim thug fan, maybe, but just uh won't go wouldn't have went bought a CD, but we'll push play on a record on a you know playlist in here. You know, that's the advantages you get right, for, right. for that. You might can spread your music Makes a lot further. Yeah, I ain't gotta actually spend my actual bread to press up these CDs that I don't know are are gonna actual sell. You know what I'm saying? True. So these are the you know. And now you got those similar artists and then that rotation going right. on the street too. Okay, makes sense, definitely. That type of it's like like I say it's it's kind of hard to say what's the best. Yeah. It's good and bad and every and every one of them. But you know, like I say, the thing is to me the key to success is. Cause I had to work through all that. Just imagine though, we make mixtape. Now, just, it's like if you if you really, I need to write this shit down. Like I smoke I so much, I smoke so much <laughs> that I'll never remember it all. I need like a sober friend who was around. But it was just a real process from then to now. Like '98, it was tapes and CDs, or just tapes maybe. It was tapes. It was, just, tapes. It was just tapes yeah. at that point. So just think about that. Now we going from tapes. But we uh, had to do this process of actually recording on both sides the album, the mixtapes we putting out. Now we have to go to CDs and pressing up CDs. Now they take both of it. The, now they create. We got all these mom and pop stores. We bringing CDs and tapes to and making all this money. We lit. We going to every city, every town, and going to every mom and pop store and get selling our CDs and tapes. We figured it out. We rich. We got it. We good. They put best buys out. And start selling nine ninety nine CDs. So now all the mom yeah, and pop stores closed down. I forgot about that. All of those mom and pop stores <laughs> is closed down now. I forgot. So about now that. how we gonna eat? You know what I'm I saying? We that. had to work through all that, man. We had to figure it out through all that. We had to stay. Well, me, I had to stay consistent through each one of those levels to going to streaming now. Like to even get figured out. Oh man, now we do it iTunes. Okay, now. We just can sell a record on here. Cool, we figured it out. Let's get it. We good. We got it. It's, it's work. It's work. Now, now we switching it up to stream. It's like every time you figure it out, it's, it's a whole else. new. You know what I'm saying? But the the I thing is, the thing is, stay consistent. If you just keep working through it all, it'll figure itself yeah, I was about out. Yeah, gonna say you gonna figure it out. You're gonna, it'll figure itself out. This is what you truly want, and right. we'll stay relevant, right? But if you stop, you're gonna get lost in the sauce, and it's gonna be harder to jump back in the race. And that's what it is with a lot of people. A lot of people stop. Another thing is, a lot of people don't do it my way, right? I make my music myself. I'm not spoiled with A&Rs bringing me records or 
you know, nobody helped me on a lot of I'm shit. Like, it's just me and my homeboy. Okay. I'm rapping on my homeboy's beats. So I can make an album like it ain't nothing. It's nothing for me. A dude who been on a record label, you had them booking your studio time. You was in that nice studio. You used to having a nice studio production. You got to wait on A&Rs. You got to do all this. Like, you don't even, they was doing a lot of that work for you. The people who signed you was doing a lot of the work that you was supposed to do for you. Yeah. So now you, when it's time for you to do it by yourself, you don't no. even know how to do it. You never did it because yeah. they was doing everything for you. I did everything myself, so anybody walking away from me is angry. But even so, like something like that in that predicament, right? You would think like, okay, well, at least I know this is kind of the way I want to go. So now I'm gonna start actually paying attention and studying these folks. So right. when I'm not, I strategic. I think all of that is strategically yeah. hidden, man. They got to keep their jobs, man. Like you, man, your your success. Depends on who getting the credit for it a lot of times, man. Like, a lot of people will fuck your success up if they not getting the right credit for it. If you ain't giving them the credit. Uh, A&R don't want you to do it by yourself. He got to get his... Put them out of work. Yeah. It, it, it put them out of work. Yeah. It take them out of their job. So, you know, they don't care about nothing but making sure they keep their job, right. which is like everybody else everybody in the world. Else, yeah. So, you know, it's like... You know, it, it, it get tricky, man. And it, I just seen a lot of tricks and finesse and it fast, you know. But by me being gamed up so much by doing independent music, I really just, like, had all the knowledge I needed, you know. And I knew how to self-motivate, self, uh, you know, just make stuff happen myself. You know so in the, in the case where you're trying to split game, just, you know, kind of sum it up a bit. And somebody's just like, yo, Slim, I'm coming to you. You know what I mean? Pete, my music. You probably heard his music. He was like, yo, you fire. You know what I'm saying? He was like, yeah, I ain't really like, you know, you OG, bro. You know what I mean? I'm trying to, I'm trying to get in this game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what, what, what advice would you give them as far as like just kind of finding their own? You know what I mean? And just kind of like what, what move they, they, they should make next. Honestly, man, my first thing I say all the time whenever giving advice, I say advice is individual. It's like everybody has their own things they're good at. I make my bed every morning. You might not make your bed every morning. Some people are disciplined. Some people ain't. You have to know who you are and keep it real with yourself of what you need. You know what I'm saying? You might need a record label. If, you know, I don't want you to not do nothing and just be a little and, and trying to do it like me if you ain't that disciplined. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like. So I don't want to say, hey, you should do it like me and, you know, to nobody. I want to say if you are capable of being self-motivated and you have the self-confidence to actually push through and make things happen. Discipline. And the discipline to stay consistent, you know, through it all. It's a lot of, it's not, it's the hardest. It's like when, when you talk about uh, you're going to take the hard way home, but you're going to take the easy way. It's the hard way. Yeah. It's the hard way for sure. It's the hard way. Do you want to accept that hard work and challenge yourself to do the hard work? Or do you want somebody else to do it for you? Now, at the cost of people doing it for you, you might not even own yourself. You know what I'm saying? Now, that's what you have to take into consideration, you know. And and I see other rappers say, well, people be so caught up on owning themselves and they ain't even own, they ain't worth nothing. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot of other rappers who have record deals or right, record right, deals say. Right. Well, if you 
you can be a boss, but if you ain't worth nothing, then it ain't nothing. You a boss of a dollar, you know, and that's true. You know, that's a fact. But you own that dollar, right? You <laughs> own that dollar, and that's your seed. It's all about how you look at life, man. You can look at yourself like I'm valuable. Let me sell this and um, see how much I can get for myself. Or you can say, man, I'm finna build me a mansion on this property that I am, and it's gonna it's gonna go. That's really truly believing in your dreams. If you really know you that guy and you really believe in your uh, self, then you should be able to do it by yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if you feel like, it, and you might have the talent, but not the discipline. You know, these are all the different ingredients of, what, of, of making whatever move you need to make. And like I say, I don't look down on nobody who do it either way. But as a boss, that's my talk. I'm a cab about it because I know I did it the hard way and I knew y'all had help. And my raps, I'm a brag about being doing it myself and owning all my stuff. And you have to be right. Right, exactly. It's just like, I'm just representing my lifestyle to those who would choose to go this direction. You know what I'm saying? But anybody who making it, I salute them and I wish them nothing but blessings. Like, I don't knock nobody who's doing it. You know, I'm a fan of every, a lot of the raps I listen to are on major labels, you know, like, so it ain't like, I ain't listen to them suckers. They sell a lot. Like, I don't care. Like, it ain't, at the end of the day, I care about what I got going on. What other people do, I just wish them well on. You know, like, I don't care personally what other people got going on. Now, I'm going to represent the boss life because that is my my uh, genre. That is what I came up from. That is what I want people to follow who want to be like me. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm going to represent it and speak on it and talk about it. But at the end of the day, man, I just want everybody to, you know, make it, you know. So whichever way you feel is for you, you should choose. Now, you also tap into the artistry of an actor. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, you got movies coming in. You got a movie coming up, right? Is that written by you or is you just featured on it or what's going on with that? See? It's like I tell you, see, and this is what happens. Like, like I told you, I've been doing this for so long that mm-hmm. I just believe my ideas now. I really trust my ideas, or I, I, gamb- I will gamble on my ideas. I say, man, you know what? Risk. This yeah. money is coming from me making music. Why not try to come up with a new stream of income? You know, now this yeah. is movies. I ain't never did a movie in my life. Never nothing. So I just had a random idea. I wanted to shoot a movie, and they say, well, movies are expensive. I'm independent and I'm hella cheap. If you don't know me, I'm a cheap dude. Like no matter, you see me with a lot of stuff, but I'm only buying stuff that you will be able to see. I'm not gonna spend my money on bottles or nothing like that. That I'm not gonna spend five thousand in the club like that. You'll never see me do that because I every if I spend five thousand dollars, I need to see what that five thousand dollars is, right? I need to see the speakers that I just purchased on my in my uh, house where I can enjoy the 5000 or be able to sell it and get some of that money back, back or at least right. most of it back. Right. And that's my thought, that's my mind frame as a hustler every day. You know what I'm saying? So I move with that mind frame. I forgot what the hell I was talking about. Movies. Movies. Okay, so with that being said, now I trust my ideas. So they told me movies cost a lot of money to make. I come up with a, a movie idea that wouldn't cost a lot of money because I took out, they say location changing is expensive. Okay. Paying for actors is expensive. So I said, hey, how about I do a, a show 
a movie that's in one location and bring the characters to me, characters to me, mm-hmm. kind of like a Friday. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I developed the storyline on that, and then I had a friend who uh, have been uh, shooting like two movies lately with some other guy, Shannon, who really shot the movie. So through this, through him shooting that, I was like, hey man, you know what? I always wanted to do a movie. I got an idea for one. I told it to one of my friends, Drake. He wrote, he got it broke down into a script. So we shot it. We got Shannon to shoot it, and now here we are. Like you know, uh, movie premiere uh, tomorrow. So hey, we just moved. is it tomorrow? It's tomorrow. Oh snap! <laughs> it's like this. Be good. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> if you don't know, uh, all right. This man moves like, like that. that. When he has an idea, since I've met this man in person, whenever he has an idea, he spits anything out loud. Literally, he says, it's go, it's go. It's a go. Dude literally just came out with the cover for his album. Right. The other day, I just finished my album cover and had to drop it in a matter of a week. And, like, I didn't even have the album done. I finished it the day I dropped it. I had I got the final uh, copy without even hearing it. Finally, copy like I just because I just said in two weeks span I was gonna put an album. Out. I remember you saying that yeah. at the gym. Like yeah. I remember. I just it said it. But at the end of the day, that's how that's how I got everything I got. That's how I got to where I'm at. Is being consistent, pushing through, and just making stuff get done. And then uh, another thing I want to tell people is it's a lot of perfectionists out here. Ain't nobody perfect, you know, and that's the, the the advice that I will give to anybody out there doing anything. Don't stand on it gotta be perfect because that is gonna be your biggest delay in whatever you're trying to do. It'll never be perfect. I can attest to that. You know what I'm saying? It'll never be perfect, and what you are doing by chasing uh, being perfect is you delaying all your ideas and your goals and your dreams by years, months, whatever it may be, by trying to be perfect, when really you have to understand that you have a dream that is going to be a reality before it even equal whatever you want it to be. You can try your best. You have to go. It's kind of like the uh, relationship advice I heard from people. Like, if you get 80% out of a person, you know, that's good. You know, so if you can get 80% out of your, I I say shoot for 90, but if you can get 80% out of your idea, then that's what you have to go with to keep it moving, you know, or you'll be stuck trying to get that 100%, that last 20, that last 10, that shit can delay, delay you, you know, months of years. And I ain't saying that's for everybody. Some people came out with perfect stuff, you know, maybe like a, to us it felt like it was perfect. And it might have took a little longer, you know what I'm saying? So, so I'm not knocking either way, like I say, but this is how I got what I got, how I got to where I am. I accept the 80 to 90%. I don't, I don't chase perfectionism. I just try to, you know, get the job done and do what I say I was going to do. You know what I'm saying? That's what I try to stand on. I take that. I receive that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'll get my Perfectionism, yeah. <laughs> I am. It'll get you, you delayed. Know, it, no, it, it, listen, this this podcast took me years. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, it wasn't until I moved here and I literally had just. I don't even know how the conversation came up with Solo, and he was just like, oh, we do next year, and I was just like, no, I still need to work some kinks out. He's like, no, you need to drop that first episode, like, in the next three months. Right. I was like... Look at that. All you had to do was say, hey, Slim, let's do this podcast, and we done it. Hey, Pro, let's do this podcast. Let's do it. 
It's it really push, is just, just pushing, push honestly. Yeah. It's the push What's through. the worst they can do? Say no? Exactly. Okay, then keep it moving. Exactly, yeah. but the thing is, in order to succeed, you have to lose, and you have to look forward to losing to be successful. Like You can't be shy and scared of losing in front of everybody. Like yeah. Straight up, it's going to be... Nobody has not, Jordan has got his ass whooped. Like, everybody is going to take an L. It's a learning process. The L's is the learning process. And even no matter what level you're on, you're going to take L's. You know what I'm saying? So you it's can't like let L's perfect. stop you. Yeah, we're, we're, not, we're not God. We're all right. We're not Nobody is God, yeah. man. You only can do, you know, what you can do, and then you can learn from your mistakes. And that's it. That's facts. Yeah. That is facts. Okay. So, movie. Happen tomorrow. Hey, movie, movie premiere tomorrow. tomorrow. You excited? I don't know when this is coming out, but yeah, it's going to be, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, like, yeah, I am. I haven't even seen it. For real? I haven't even seen the final movie and the premiere is tomorrow. Right. So I'm probably going to be watching this movie for the first time with, with everybody people. else. That's yeah. dope. Where is it going to be at? At the City Center. Okay. At the movie theater, City Center, Studio Movie Grill. But yeah, it's like, but sometimes, man, like, you know, like I say, you just gotta, you gotta just have your idea, and you gotta push forward. Push forward now, when we see this movie and people go in there and they see that and they say, "Man, that shit, that was whack. That shit, that was whack." The actual movie ain't coming out until uh, probably later this year. Okay. I can fix that. I can work on that. I can yeah. change stuff. I can adjust. You know what I'm saying? Make the adjustments to try to do what I can do. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? That's what you want to do. You want to let people see you fail. And see, not even fail, like they might, I might go and they might say, oh, I love it. And then that, what that does to your self-confidence, it makes you say, damn, I did that I movie did that and that too. shit worked. Let me do another work. one. Yeah. I love that shit. It's crazy. So it's either one of the two. You either going to have uh, something that people just immediately love and you don't have to do no fixing to it and you can just go with it. Or you can have time to fix on, you know, whatever they see, they see yeah. and just no. and get better get and better. try to get yeah. that. Closer to hundred percent as you can. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm excited. That's what's up. It's like that. That's like that was quick though. Seriously, <laughs> you just we just talking about that. We just shot it and everything. That's like crazy. yeah, but it's that's it's just like I, I treat that. Just, I treat everything I do like the music, man. Like I just like I'm built on consistency. Like that's why you see me at the gym, regardless. I'm gonna show up. You know, whatever. Even if it ain't my best day, I ain't lifting the whole gym. I'm gonna be there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Nice. And that's what it's about. You know, every day is just about showing up and making shit happen, man, and not just and pushing through. You know, making shit because there's gonna be so many delays, stuff pop up, you know, distractions, everything, and there's gonna be so many things you can come up with to not do whatever you're trying to do. You know okay, what I'm so that brings me to this work-life balance. What is work-life balance? Yeah, that's the question. What is work-life? What is work-life balance to you? Right. What is work-life balance to me? As far as I mean, I'm 24. I was like, stop and go, man. You know, whatever it is, you know, like I don't stop. I wake up in the morning at about five. I go to the gym. I do the gym every day before I do anything. Then I do boot camp, and then I do my I'm running at the park three miles. I did a six today. But so after that, I shower, and usually it's car time. Like this is my like 
music and cars is like my highlight. Like, number one love. Gotcha. So, you know, usually I got a lot of cars. I work on a lot. I got a lot. Do stuff to them. You know, I might take them driving and, you know, get the kinks out of the way. You know, wash it, whatever it may be. And uh, that's until like five, five, six o'clock. I usually, you know, wrap that off run errand. Sometimes, you know, I'm done with the cars. Like, I've been done by the errand. You know, so that's until five, six. They get about six, seven. I um, come home, get in the studio. Song of the day is what I usually do. Like try to get uh, a song done at least, a verse done, something. You know, uh, and then nighttime I go to the club. Like I like the club. I like the club just like I like cars and making music. I like just being in the environment. Every club is different. Got clothes, clothes, you got clothes, clubs, clubs, every single club. Youngsters, the hood shit, the, the white people club, everybody club. I got it. You, you see, it's just a matter of being around people. It ain't even about being around people so much. It's just about being in the vibe of music. Okay. You okay. know, and just hearing it loud. Hearing it, hearing different new stuff. Like I try to like, you know, a lot of my life is driven through music. Like music is my life. So I like to go to the club, the young clubs, and hear new music. I be shazamming like old man. No, real talk, sweetheart. I be shazamming. Especially as a DJ, I was just like, damn, I don't know this song. Right, you got to. Yeah, man. So, you know, and then just to see the reaction of what's hot right now. Right, You know what I'm saying? Like, to see, like, how, what's going on right now. I don't understand It's just like staying, like, you know, updated, you know. Right. With everything. I was about to say, how do you... How do you stay relevant? I'm outside more than anybody. I'm outside as a rapper more than not only rappers, for sure the rappers, but regular people. regular people. I'm outside for real. Like, this is what I do. Like, this is just how I always been since I was 15 years old. I, I was in club. Always moving. I don't never stop. Never chill. Never do nothing but just keep it moving. That's like every day I do that shit. So then how do you have time for family? How do you balance that? Now, when they come over, we kick it. You know, and then, like, you know, I, I have my sons for the whole summer usually. You know, and we do our spending time like that. But, uh, like, yeah, when they come over, we kick it. Uh, but rarely do I just be chilling, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we do that when summertime, you know, I got, I'm a rapper, I got three baby mamas, so it ain't like I have a real family where everybody just lives in the house with me and I woke up every day. I never lived with my kids like that. Like, it was just, I got baby mamas and shit. So, in the summer, I just get them all together. And then, you know, enjoy that. And then they go back home and we just see each other on, you know, weekends, you know, random weekends when we can see each other. Right. Know everybody doing everything they doing. How's it to have a dad slip the dad? It's crazy. I ask them. <laughs> right. It's crazy because my kids not like me though, surprisingly. Like they are they really like, you know, individuals and they really like my my um my oldest son, his junior, he not like me. Nice as hell. Yeah, he just the nicest kid uh, uh you ever wanna meet. Uh Kobe is eighteen, same thing, hell of a gentleman and you know, uh Drew is just a straight video game, little kid. Like, they not, like, moving like rappers. Like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? yeah. I was going to say, there's an empty one of them. Now, they, they didn't dabble. I mean, they, was, they was over here this summer. I made them write a rap. Really? They think the shit easy. Like, one of my sons was like, man, I'm going to just start rapping. I was like, this ain't like you just say you can do this. Nah, that's it. Yeah, they did decent though. But yeah. you know what I'm saying. So, but who knows? They might be able to open up uh, avenues to like, if not rapping, know. like music production right. or something. Whatever like it may be. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. Be. That is what's up. Okay, so what we got next? Besides the movie premiere, what, what, yeah. what 
we got next to Musically, we got a lot of stuff done. Like, we got the soundtracks in the movie coming out. Me and Pro, me and Kiki, we did a lot of work on there. Uh, we got Boys in Blue. That's the, like, the original Boss Hog Outlaws. That was my original label back in the day I made. Okay. So, a lot of, that was like, we did a lot of work together. It was me, Killer, and Les, and it was some more like J-Dog and all them. But it's me, Killer, and Les doing a project called Boys in Blue. Okay. That's done. Uh, we should be finishing that up in the next week. Um, uh, what else we got? Of course, Sugar Daddy Slim Time will be running around Valentine's Day next year. You know what I'm saying? We just staying active, staying active and attractive, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. Like every day, like it's just about being consistent, you know, and just staying working. And then as you work, uh, I kind of like I don't really have a lot of stuff figured out. But yeah. You know what I'm saying? God guide me through a lot of stuff I do. Like, I just fall back and just, you know what I'm saying? Just, just well, or whatever it may be. But let everything glide me in music. If I'm rapping, if I hear a beat and it make me want to say this, then it'll make me come up with a whole concept for a whole project. Oh, this is slow. It's got the, I, I need to, it got the soul samples. Man, let me be Sugar Daddy Slim on here and I do an album about nothing but girls. You know what I'm saying? I don't have that plan at the time. It might be an outfit make me want to do that. You never know. I just let whatever motivate me. That's to, a gift. To do whatever I want to do. You that's know a what I'm saying? To be motivated and be able to see certain things yeah. like that and just kind of like. That's but it. once again, it all comes from the initial days of learning self value and having trying my ideas so much that I have self confidence, like extreme self confidence. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. To to extreme self confidence to try my ideas yeah. now because I seen them work so much. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I want people to try that. See, cause a people a person to uh, sell a shit without even trying it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like, man. Did you even give yourself? A did chance? you even give your? Yeah. Did you really yeah. believe in yourself? Yeah. Like you know yeah. what I'm saying? Did yeah. you before you even you know took it that far? That's what it be. I don't think a lot of people believe in themselves, but I think that's strategically done by other people who know that, who know that we in situations where we don't have a lot and they take advantage of it. You know what I'm saying? You're a rapper first, but is there any other industries outside of, you know, stepping into the movies and stuff like that, that, that artistry? Is there any other industry that you could definitely Oh, uh, man. Or interested in? Tapping into? Man, it's a lot of stuff I'm yeah. interested in, but like I say, I always consider where I'm at right now, how peaceful and free my life is. Like gotcha. Freedom is important to me. Like right now, I really don't got to do nothing. I can really just go to the gym and chill, you know. But the minute you start adding different things, then you, you got to you gotta be there. You got to do that. You got to be there to make that shit work nice. a lot of times. And, it, and you got to, when you're spending money, you can't just ignore it and just hope it, you know, go away. Nah, that's you spending money every month, so you got to be there to fix it. Like, Facts. people who open up restaurants got to be there damn near the whole time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Might as well live in the kitchen. You might well live in the kitchen. <laughs> I don't want to live in a restaurant. I don't want to open a restaurant as cool as I am and have to be in that mother all day at Slim Thug. Nah, I'm going to chill at the resort, kid. I like my life. So, whatever I do, I always consider how much time it'll take or how much time I would have to be there to make this work, you know what I'm saying? That's something I think everybody should um, really take into consideration. 
Alright y'all, well this concludes the first episode of season two on the Muscle Hustle Podcast. Slim, I appreciate you for coming through. You came back over here with the trip, okay? But I appreciate you for real, for real. Um, definitely looking forward to uh, your continuous journeys, your continuous projects. Um, yeah, man, like honestly, this is just a pleasure to have him like in, in my corner to be able to actually just be able to go to him for advice as well, too. Um, I don't like to use the word humble, but he's definitely one that is down to earth. I mean, this is a man that of, like, listen, I, I appreciate you. That's what I'm going to say. You know what I'm saying? I really honestly appreciate you. Um, again, I'm looking forward to this season, y'all. Listen, make sure to subscribe at the Muscle Hustle Podcast. Make sure to follow up on all social media platforms, including podcast audio as well, too, if you like being in the car, chilling here, and all that other stuff, you know what I mean? At the Muscle Hustle Podcast on all streams. I'm your girl, Cokes. This is Slim. Hey, we up out of here. Turn up.